Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and where friends don't let friends feed kibble. No, no, we don't. And uh, today's Tuesday, and I'm doing this new thing on Tuesday. It's called Brian's Beef. I don't know if I'm going to call it Brian's Beef or Brian's Brief or Brian's Tips. It's just because, you know, it really should be Brian's beef with the industry, right? Or uh, because, you know, he, he's really great about sending me the stuff in concise uh, information that really just gets in his craw, right? Gets in his craw, gets in all the, the, the raw feeders crawls. But, you know, he's out there, he's in these Facebook groups, he's listening to what people are saying, and then he comes back with sensical relevant information. So I'm still trying to figure out what the title of this is going to be. Brian's beef or Brian's briefs. <laughs> what do you guys think? You could send me an email and let me know at rawdogfoodandcompany.com or info at rawdogfoodandco.com would be the correct one. All right. So for today, we're going to talk about AAFCO. A-A-F-C-O, because I get this question, people ask this question, people are told this is important, but here's what Brian is going to tell you today. He's going to tell you why A-A-F-C-O is irrelevant, irrelevant. All right, so here goes. This is what you want to know about A-A-F-C-O, the American uh, Animal Feed Association, right? So their standards are the minimum required to live. So if a dog food's uh, information, if on the bag it says it's AASCO certified, well, just remember this. Their standards are the minimum required for your pet to live. Unfortunately, 90 to 95% of dogs and cats with cancer, allergies, autoimmune diseases, irritable bowel, kidney failure, and other diseases get these diseases after a lifetime of eating AAFCO approved kibble. These standards help manufacturers make food that can sustain a pet's life. But a sustained life is not anywhere close to a thriving life. Amen, B. Amen, Brian. He goes on to point out that AAFCO does not care. Did you hear what I said? AAFCO does not care whether the proteins come from meat, soy, peas, feathers, or other sources as long as the ingredients are from AAFCO's approved ingredient list. These approved ingredients are mostly waste products from human food production. 
and they are typically low in nutritional value and they require, this is the big difference between us guys, they require the addition of synthetic vitamins and minerals to meet the AAFCO minimum standards required to live. As an interesting side note, Brian says dogs and cats do not need carbohydrates, but AAFCO approves using upwards of 40, oh my, 40% carbohydrates while calling the food complete and balanced. As a side note, uh, I just had someone hang up on me last night because they wanted to know all about complete and balanced and like what I have to say. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so Brian goes on to say, uh, you know, they call the food complete and balanced when it's 40% carbohydrates. And he says, wouldn't adding an unnecessary nutrient leave less space for essential nutrients? Oh, well, come on, Brian. You're making too much sense. Don't you know we live in a nonsensical world? Come on. All right. He goes on to say, AAFCO also does not test or have any standards related to the food's digestibility. So technically, a manufacturer could make a completely indigestible food and sell it as complete and balanced as long as it passed the AAFCO chemical analysis. That's right. Your dog could be eating a big fat shoe. Mm-hmm. Have a cardboard. Wondering why our pets are sick. You've got to wonder, because they make such a big deal out of this, is it AAFCO certified? And we say proudly, no. It is not because we do not adhere to these um, minimal requirements to live. Brian goes on to say AAFCO approval. Well, how does it come? It comes in two ways, folks. Listen up. First, first, if you want to get that sought after AAFCO approval, that means absolutely zip, zada, data, not a sphincter, nothing. Well, first, you can put your food through a chemical analysis. And if the food has the proper amounts and ratios of vitamins and minerals and the minimum amounts and proportions of fat, it will pass AAFCO's chemical analysis. He says tossing up synthetic vitamins and minerals on peanut butter sandwich and it will pass a chemical analysis and be deemed complete and balanced. Yes, you could eat a peanut butter sandwich every single day for the rest of your life, according to AAFCO. As long as we put enough synthetic vitamins and minerals on it, you're going to be just fine. I think Dr. Paul Saladino would beg to differ it. I don't have Dr. Paul back on because, you know, he really does talk about um, the basically the same things that we talk about uh, for pets. He talks about it for humans. Um, so I'm going to have I'm going to have him back on because I, th- I think really that our health and our pets health should and do many times go hand in hand. Right. If you're really well, I started to say that if you're really big into um, holistic medicine for yourself, 
you're probably not going to be doing the traditional medicine for your dog. But that isn't always the case. Sometimes it confuddles, confuses, and befuddles, and mixes me all up sometimes when I see that this connection between people and pet is out of balance. But I digress. All right, here's the second way a manufacturer could get that complete and balanced sought after slogan. This is how they get it on their label and they do a feeding trial. Sounds really scientific, sounds really impressive, sounds really something good for the industry and good for the dogs. Ah, but listen to this. For a pet food to pass a feeding trial, <laughs> only six pets must survive on the food for 26 weeks. Now, I think, I don't know, I've seen these survival shows and they're just like, you know, out there for at least eight weeks uh, and they're getting really skinny, but they're still alive at the end of it. They ain't dead. Uh, I mean, six pets have to survive on food for just 26 weeks. Now, what happens if they die on the 27th week? Well, it's not in the study. I mean, they only have to survive for... 26 weeks. How many months is that? It's 4, 8, 12, 16, uh, 20. So about seven months. They only have to survive for seven months and only six pets. Okay. Uh, that's a little over half a year. Thank you, Brian. He said that for me. I didn't really even have to add. But he says, meanwhile, the marketing will tell you that you should feed this single food. And in parentheses, he says, remember vets telling us changing food causes digestive upset. Oh my, I hear that every day. Can I switch their food? I mean, it's going to, is it going to give them digestive upset? Is it going to give them diarrhea? No, that's at 40% plus carbs and all the synthetics and all that crap that you need to get that AAFCO approval. <sighs> Brian says, let's hope that your Pet's life is much longer than 26 weeks. <laughs> I'm, please. You're right. Seven months. I hope your dog lives longer than seven months. My ass is 14. It'll be 15 in December. My cat was 21. We've got Roddy's in our group that are 18. We've got some dogs that live to 20 and 21. And if you've ever looked at the longevity study that's out there on um, Great Danes, they're like, Danes should be living in, well into their teens. But no, we just go, oh, well, they only live to seven or eight. It's because we're doing stupid stuff to them. All right. So Brian goes on to say during this test, you know, this 26-week test, the pets can lose uh, as much as 15% of their body weight and body condition, or maybe they gain 15% of their body weight. Um, and that food is still going to pass. I mean, you know, we say in the raw dog food diet all the time, look at your dog's body. They should look healthy. Yes, they should be lean, and trim. We don't want to see their ribs. We don't want to see their hip bones. We don't want to see their backbone, but they should be lean. We don't see fat animals in the wild and there's a reason for it. All right. 
If the food passes the chemical analysis, well, then it doesn't need to be tested on pets. And likewise, the diet doesn't have to pass the chemical analysis if it passes a feeding trial. Neither one of those sound like they're really um, great. Uh, Not something that I would brag about anyway. And he says, don't pet parents deserve to know, especially if they're feeding so many synthetic ingredients that their pet is getting all the nutrients they need and know the food has been tested on actual pets as well, right? Because remember he said, look, if the food passes the chemical analysis, meaning if you have a peanut butter sandwich and you throw a bunch of synthetic vitamins and minerals in it, it's going to pass a chemical analysis. But was that food actually tested on pets and did they um, thrive on 20 you know, in those 26 weeks. He says, how can we know what a healthy diet is for our dogs? How can we know? We need somebody to tell us. We need to learn to think, 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 critically think for ourselves, use our eyes. And he says, we need only look to nature, mother nature who provided us with a simple meal plan for our pets. It's the same meal plan that their ancestors ate and that our pets would have eaten pre-kibble. Simply feeding whole prey, meat, bones, organ, and fat with lots of variety. Lots of variety, guys, is the best way to provide them with all the necessary nutrients. And variety is key. You hear us say that all the time. And Brian says, variety is key. And something that AAFCO does not value. Remember, because if you change the food, according to much of that marketing, well, your dog will have digestive upset. And Brian says, I mean, who and what would ever Willingly eat only one thing for 26 weeks. And he ends this by saying, certainly nothing in nature. So I I do understand that people hear buzzwords, they hear complete and balanced, and they really do want to give the best thing to their dog. But when you hear it like this, Does that make any sense that you could have every single thing that um, is required for a living body in one food? I think that's what they're trying to get us to start eating. You know, did you ever watch The Matrix? (laughs) Remember Neo, you know, the first time he sits down in the in the new Matrix with with all the crew and he's like, what is this stuff? It looks like uh, cream corn is what it looked like. And they were like, it's everything that the body needs in one, you know, slop. It was just slop. I guess maybe that's what we're going for since they're trying to take out the chickens and the beef and everything else. But Mother Nature got it right. And this is where the whole prey model raw came from. I get it. There's the barf and there's different things. Um, But we got this from nature. We didn't get it from the big uh, conglomerates 
that have shareholders that need to get the ingredients as cheap as possible and add as many synthetics and all the other junk that they put in there. You know, and and the other thing is too, why why do people come over to raw? Because their dog can't gain weight. Their dog has sloppy poops. And I don't mean to uh, exclude the cats. We have cats with the same issues. Um, they, they're, they're shedding like crazy. They're mentally not calm. Maybe they're not even satisfied Um they act ravenous all the time because when they're on this type of kibble diet, this AAFCO chemical analysis, um, you know, minimum for survival to live food, they are starving all the time. And we see dogs that start on the raw diet and they're just ravenous. I mean, now my dogs are always ready to eat. Um, but then some dogs will level level out and the people think, oh, my dog doesn't like it as much as it used to. No, it's just maybe it's getting all the vitamins and minerals and it's finally becoming satiated. You know, this right level of fat, um, the right level of bone. You've got duck, pork, chicken, turkey, chicken, pork, salmon, and egg. You've got higher bone, lower bone, higher fat, lower fat, more organs, less organs. I mean... Don't worry about where to start. I say this all the time and people just don't, they ditch, it's kind of frozen. They're like, I'm afraid. You're only afraid because you've been fed a, uh, a bunch of sphincter noise, right? Your dog is not going to have digestive issues on a raw diet. Now, the, the caveat to that is I get it. They've been eating cookies and donuts and peanut butter sandwiches for, you know, years. And now you're going to switch them over to a real food. Yeah. In those first couple of days, they may, they may not always, they may regurgitate, but then they're going to eat it again. Let them eat it. That's the way their mama's fed them. The only reason that's happening is because one, it's a protein that they haven't had. They, they haven't been a meat eater. Their digestive enzymes are not totally full on yet, uh, but it will quickly change. And a lot of people say, well, shouldn't I just transition slowly and keep giving them this minimal required to live AAFCO standard chemical analysis type food? We would say no. I, I, why? Why do you want to keep putting that in the body? Donuts and, and, and steak? I don't know. Somebody, I do like some donuts. I'm just going to say, I do like some crap food. You remember when crispy donuts first came out? Oh my gosh. I remember sitting down and, and we ate like 12 and then went home and like had a, you know, sugar coma. I know that's like, it's like no control eating 12 donuts at a time, but that was so good. Right. And the more sugar we eat as humans, the more we want and the less satiated we are and the more out of shape we are and the more irritable we are. Yeah. You know, I always think, um, what if us humans could eat the cleanest food ever? Would we look younger? Would, would our skin look better? Would our body be fitter? Would we poop less? <laughs> 
you know, because I look at these dogs and it so changes the dogs. And you got to wonder if like all this gray hair that, you know, we women try to cover up, is that from food or is that really age? I don't know. I don't know, because we do see that a lot of the dogs, they get washed out. Uh, their their color gets washed out when they when they eat a highly processed food. And um, so it's just it's just amazing to me. Living entities. Living entities, dogs, cats, us, birds, you know, fox, deer, uh, elk, rabbits, skunks, all the, you know, they're going to live a better life if they're actually eating real food versus processed, chemical-laden, high-carbohydrate foods. All right? Well, I hope that that gave you more information about the whole AAFCO. The title of this is Why AAFCO is Irrelevant. And um, so... If you call and ask me, is this AAFCO certified food? I'm going to say no. No, absolutely not. People are like, what? Is this complete and balanced? What does that mean? What does that mean? So I would say this. Complete and balanced means meat, bones, organ, and fat, tripe, and some veggies, and a lot of variety. That's what it means. Simple. But it doesn't mean you're going to get every single thing in every every blend, every uh, food. I mean, there's just no way. There's different vitamins in pork and their duck and chicken and turkey and all this kind of stuff. And we'll go through um, my dog's allergic to everything on another podcast. We've done it before. I think we got to do it again. We have an epidemic of itchy dogs. And we're going to talk about that more uh, throughout the week as well. But I want to thank Brian. Uh, Brian is great at writing this information. We will be putting it out there on our Facebook page. And um, we'll look forward to getting more of Brian's beef. Huh? What's the title? Brian's beef with the industry. Brian's beef with the thought. Brian's tips. Brian. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Get over to Raw Dog Food and Company.com because your pet's health is our business and friends. We don't let friends feed kibble, but we're going to help you get on the raw diet. All right. We'll see you soon, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.